Thanks for joining us. Back to Slashes, Jared. I had to pay five bucks for this too. So did I. Uh, I'm asking, I, I, I want you to fucking Venmo that to me. <laughs> I'll be. I'll be. <laughs> You're five bucks. Uh, you know what? Oh, you know what? I, as part of this, if we're giving it a rating out of five, dollars. and how many dollars <laughs> we spent on it, if we had to, yeah. right? So it's a double yeah. bagger on this yeah. one. Okay. This one is 2001's Valentine, uh, directed by an Australian. Yes. Yes. Yeah, interesting. We've got some interesting things to say about the direction here, but before we get into it. We haven't done a, a, a film episode for a little while, mm. so I've had a couple of things on the go. Yep. I watched the first couple of episodes of Barry. Yep. Yeah, enjoyed it. Quick half-hour episodes, pretty humorous, a nice little sort of twist about how he's a hitman who wants to get into acting, you know. And, mm. and Bill Hader, I really like him yep. as an actor. Uh, Stephen Root. The bloke who's, uh, what's his name in the office space? Yeah, Milton. Milton, yeah, he's fucking awesome. Yeah. As his handler, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he's a handler, he's an absolute coin. But overall, very happy with it. Yeah, good. I also finished the first season of The Hardy Boys. Hmm. Not bad, but again, it kind of went supernatural. It's a mistake. Fucking hell, why can't Look, we just... You don't need supernatural. Sprinkling a Bigfoot. Throwing a Yeti that turns out to be a guy in a mask. <laughs> yeah. Something hard. What I do like about the show is it is set in the 1980s, not yeah. now. And so there's a lot of old school 80s music. Was this made after Stranger Things? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, it, it seems has like got that a, vibe. It seems like a good entryway into it. I know even though the Hardy Boys are older than that, yeah. it feels like that's a that's a pretty smart move to try and sort of correct, latch on correct. to that audience. The fact that they've got they got I still believe they've got three seasons out of it mm. is probably a pretty good like it's a testament to I think the first season is fairly solid. Yeah right. Nothing groundbreaking but it's not bad. I then watched Evil Dead Rise. Yep. Exactly what I expected from an Evil Dead picture. Mm. Good fun, plenty of gore, not particularly taxing in terms of plot mechanics, but overall enjoyed it. You're a little concerned about why we keep reading from skin-bound books and... Correct. I mean, if a book's got fucking teeth, don't open it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or if you do have it, you get onto the first page and you realise it's written in human blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Close Should we up. read this? No, we should throw it out. <laughs> like, if you're going through a hoarder's apartment and you find that book, it's in the donate pile. Yeah. Yeah, send that one to Vinny's. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Facebook Marketplace. I've got a couple of dollars for it. Yeah, pre owned, pre loved, skin bound book. Five dollars. Oh, Cannot shit. be read under any circumstance. Comes with tape recorder and, <laughs> and fucking, you know, a few tapes of the guy actually <laughs> translating it for you. I watched The Bodyguard. Yep. Look, The Bodyguard is super silly. Yep. But it, it's entertaining. Like, yeah. It's actually quite entertaining. Although well, I did, you love a bit of Costner. I don't mind Costner, don't, don't, don't mind Kevin, but I did throw, I throw this to my wife. I said, who would you prefer to be 
covered by the bodyguard stakes. Costner in this or Denzel Man on Fire. She told me Denzel. Yeah. So, right. so Costner, <laughs> Costner, he's unfortunately not yeah. quite the top guy. I believe, as she said to me, is, there'd be a couple of other guys before I approached <laughs> <laughs> Frank Farmer. <laughs> I was like, okay. Costa couldn't talk you around like. <laughs> no, 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 Denzel, Denzel, Denzel could talk me around. I watched Significant Other, which is on Disney. <laughs> okay. It's a. I, I didn't actually know what it was, but it was sort of a thriller about these two, this couple who are in the, hiking in the woods, and then. Yeah. I don't know, there's, there's an alien thing that arrives in, in, in the area and it goes on a bit of a twist about halfway through that I didn't see coming. Next but then thing, you'll be on fucking binge working your way through the lifetime, the wrong... No! Thrillers. I, I saw a couple of those, but I was quite like, oh, this looks all right. I no, no, this is. This I is, knew it. You this is not one of those type of shitty films. They shoot that shit in a week and you are straight this on there watching. This is fucking Paramount Plus, I think. Original. Mm. I'd, I'd, I'd never even heard of it. Okay. And then the last one, the other one I watched was when I was, after I was watching Significant Other, I fell across this. It was called The Ledge. Yep. And basically it's about this these two girls who are hiking, not hiking, they're, um, they're about to climb a, the face of a mountain. Yep. And where they're staying Bigfoot? is with these four, no, no, Bigfoot, which Fuck. I was fucking disappointed <laughs> by. There's it with these four blokes that are there. Yep. And of course one of them's a fucking misogynistic scumbag. He kills one of the girls. So the other girl sees it. The only way out is to go up the mountain. So she goes up the mountain and they follow. And it's one of those kind of, you know... Cat and mouse. Cat and mouse kind of game. Not bad. Not as good as Cliffhanger. Some of the acting was fucking shit. Okay. And the dialogue, shit. But the it's quite tense, you know, because yeah. what they do is they keep sort of ramping up the, the, the shit that she gets herself in. Yep. So it was okay. Hmm. But that's it. Okay. What do you have? We've got a bit of work oh, in. Okay. So I blame you for this, but you mentioned Anaconda last week. So I watched Anaconda. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think yeah, I, I remember <laughs> mentioning Anacondas two and three. I think. Well, I think <laughs> I immediately texted you and once again chastised you for even breathing the, the fucking this and jaws in the same sentence. It's fucking not like it's. I mean, I shouldn't have my fucking movie card taken away from me for that shit. You <laughs> I mean, as soon as I saw Johnny Voight, he said, John Voight's essentially Quinn. I'm like, no, he's not. He is not. <laughs> he was. He put in one of the all-time fucking... Heaviest performances. performances. Yeah, I know. I mean, look, the first one is entertaining mostly because of that. Like, the rest of it is, okay, a little bit of reasonable creature feature stuff, some bad effects, but a few de- decent kind of parts in there. And Johnny Voight just <laughs> fucking turned her up till 11 <laughs> with a bad accent. I know. <laughs> I still can't understand what fucking accent he's going for. Couldn't he just been an American who was fucking living out there? He could have. I mean, Rambo's been, you know, <laughs> globetrotting for quite a few years now. Rambo's been wrangling anacondas in Burma for fucking years. So, yes, I can't blame you for Anaconda 2. <laughs> yeah, but you told me Anaconda 2 was a better picture. Well, I'm actually putting it out there. Anaconda 2 is easily better than the first one. Yeah. 
I reckon it's it's the pick because it's got a better. <laughs> Whatever you're looking to pick. For when I say it. it's the pick, it's a two and a half out of five. But <laughs> but no, I had I had a far better time. Were you looking for a jaws fucking rip off? You go looking for anaconda too. Holy shit. Well, at least that one has an American. <laughs> it's an American. No, they're all Americans. Isn't Mo Chestnut in that? Yes, he is. Well, that's an extra star in my book. Hard for the wild, the wild chestnut. It's, it's um, sorry, it's hard, hard for the wild chestnut. Hard for the no, hard for the blood orchids. Uh, look, look, the, the second one is is the effects are better. If I'm not mistaken, effects are slightly better. I think they just choose not to use them at some parts and actually. Dwight has little. No. But he gets the plot's that better. fucking awful. Let's the not plot's have that. better, and there's a there's a fucking plausible. You know, they toss out an explanation why the snakes have grown. It's ridiculous, but at least <laughs> it's a, it's it's something that works for the movie. And then the dynamics in the group are better. Yeah, I reckon so. Well, okay, call, right. me a, call me a fucking idiot. It wouldn't be the first. Where, time. Where, where, where is that on Netflix? It's on one of the streaming services. Well, I think it was on Netflix. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put take you up on this. Yeah, one. take me up on it. And if if I'm wrong, you can fucking sit on it. But anyway, fucking <laughs> <laughs> rotate. But I reckon you will concur. The second okay. one's better. What about three? Did you get three? Three is not better. <laughs> three is not better than many movies I've ever seen in my life. And I also got to four. <laughs> they, four. They, they, <laughs> Holy shit! I didn't even know there was a four. There is a four. I was working my way up to Anaconda vs Lake Placid, so now I'm going to get through three to four Lake Placid movies before I can watch the crossover. Well, I mean, once I started, I was in a little bit of creature feature. That is, when people ask about what you've done with your time recently, (laughs) you cannot lead with that. (laughs) You're something else. Can I also say that I I had to hire those two? A couple of dollars each on those. I've never been more fucking filthy to lose five dollars. Well, <laughs> wait about f- ten minutes and then we'll find out how much you filthy yeah, you were. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that one, those two were shot back to back by noted non-crafts. <laughs> <laughs> noted non-craftsmen were involved in that. Don E. Fontleroy was responsible for those. Isn't two. he the guy directing fucking? No, no, that's John Fontenberry. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I tell you, mate. I, I was, thought he was to be the guy who directed fucking Night at the Roxbury. Yeah. If you ever need more of a kind of insight into why David Hasselhoff's <laughs> career has fallen on hard times, I don't. <laughs> just watch number three, and you'll understand why. Has he got an eye patch in that? Because for some no, reason, that was, was like when a... he played Nick Fury. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Fuck. Hell. <laughs> I tell you what, Samuel Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know where I'm going on that one. Oh, shit. And I think in the Nick Fury, in the Nick Fury role, he was dropping lines like "You're a turd that's clung to the bowl too long" and things like that. So, Brilliant. That's what I would mean. describe that as your career currently, yeah, yeah, yeah. David. Well, it didn't even cling to the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's circling at the moment. Um, so yeah, I got through. I got through those again because I was in the creature feature mood. I finally watched Grabbers. Yeah, I love Grabbers. Yeah, Grabbers was pretty good. Grabbers is quite quite humorous. So I, I got onto Grabbers and then I watched another one that was directed by the same bloke called Unwelcome. 
which is, is this the, the Blumhouse one? No, no, no. This one was it, it's like a, a, a young married couple moving into this small country town, and there's a fucking there's a woods behind the behind the property mm. with something bad, in like it. goblins, basically. And I, like that's not a spoiler. It's it's essentially in the in the plot thing. Was this one made after Gravity? Yes, it was only made last year, two years ago. Okay, and where is it? Is it on Paramount Plus? But I think it might be on somewhere else as well. But it was good fun as well. It was pretty solid. Nothing spectacular, but it was pretty funny. A little bit gory when when things get to it. Cole Meany was in there. Oh, bit of an arsehole. Not quite as big an arsehole as Con Air, but it, oh, was, yeah. it was in the same vein. Probably fucking recycling his sandals <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> Something like that. John Wick 4. You checked it out? Finally checked it out. Yeah. What do you think? Not my favourite. No, no. But in the series, to me, it's, that's still pretty damn good. Yeah, it's still really doing it. It just... Well, I think we're kind of getting to the point where... And I think it's, it'd be wise for them to take a break. Well, I think now's the time where you can probably spin off a little bit. Yeah, well, they are going go to spin off, of the others. but time to take a, a break from John Wick himself. I mean... Only because... I would say, don't take too long. No, don't take too long, <laughs> but what I mean is just give him a give him a powder for a little bit because spill. I felt like three and four seemed to be getting a little bit repetitive. Yeah, slightly. The fighting and stuff is getting to repetitive slightly. points. Um, I, I really like Donnie Yen. Yeah, he was that a was, good That was a really great addition. Yep. I mean, again, he was one you could probably spin off if you, if you yes, wanted to. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. With a smaller, kind of lower budget, little bit of work in yeah, the Yeah, I think and he would do a fantastic job. Yeah, but I was I was happy enough with it. Uh, Megan. Yeah, what did you think of that? What's that? It was all right. Yeah. I didn't mind it. I, I think prefer Chucky. The problem is, the well, doll. that's the thing. I think the killer dolls, it's still Chucky, for yeah. sure. But Megan was a reasonable little addition. I think the the good solid bit there is you've got the whole AI stuff to work with, which yeah. is kind of hot topic stuff at the moment. But really, the Child's Play remake was almost the same thing, wasn't it? Yeah, very similar, yes. Um, they just had a little more of that technology angle and the, the people involved in creating the technology and whatnot. Yeah. But... I just felt like, I know Blumhouse has been criticised for this, but I reckon this is probably the worst example of where all the good shit was in the trailer. Yeah. Like, there wasn't much in there that I hadn't seen... Already. ...in a short short snippet in the trailer. Yeah. That said, I had fun with it. I would definitely go back. Yeah. I did purchase agreed, it, agreed. so I'd better watch it again at some point. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it enough. Yep. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Oh, Christ. <laughs> yes. Oh, Christ. Yeah, not good? <laughs> it was a, yeah, it was a shocker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, the bad part is it's We almost went to the cinema for that. Yeah, I nearly did too. Fuck it. Well, what was what? I, I mean, Christ. Yeah, it, it's awful. I mean, I've got, I know I've got a lot of disposable money these days because I've got no children, <laughs> but fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Even I have to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, the, the silly thing is it started reasonably well, and the idea is not... A terrible one. It started with this really cool animation of you know Christopher Robin when he's young and essentially what you know, but then he leaves and you get this little animation of them kind of going feral. Okay. Just a, just a brief explanation to set up the movie, hmm. and that's really cool. And then the start of it seems like a reasonable idea. Then we just turn it into this fucking standard runny and mill slasher, and it's just 
fucking goes off the off the fucking deep end. I don't see a problem. Apparently. <laughs> so, well, yeah, well, you will when you watch it. <laughs> yeah, well, I probably won't be watching You can take it because I fucking bought it. Oh, you bought it? <laughs> well, oh, shit. I mean, you get to the... Sometimes you get into JB and they've got a three for two sale <laughs> and it's as much as renting the thing. So you I'm like, fuck, I might as well buy it. the least asserting person on earth. <laughs> well, as I said, it was a three for two. I had two that I definitely wanted. <laughs> and then you thought, I'm going to get it. Here we go I got a freebie. And it was a turd. It was a turd. Checked out Super Mario Brothers. Had to go to that. Yeah. Um, you know, it is what it is. I was hoping for a little better, to be honest. It's, yeah. it's, but at least it was, at least, know, it looked like, at least it looked have, like the Mario Brothers. I have no fucking idea why, why so many people <laughs> want to see that shit. Well, like, fuck, I mean, quite, I do. Just, like, just crossed a billion dollar mark. Yeah, I know. Like, I, know. I couldn't give a fuck about Mario. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you are not in the kind of age bracket. Well, you kind of were, but you didn't play as much of the Nintendos. You haven't no. kind of gone... I mean, fuck. My kids were itching to see it. They they play some of the Mario games. I had an interest... Like I was like, yeah, I, I know enough about Mario that I'll go and check it out. I'll be happy to take you to it. Yeah. But I was hoping, because some of the Despicable Me movies are all right. So when... Illumination got it. I was like, okay, well, we might end up getting a really good story out of this. Did they, we not? They've got a track record. No, no we didn't. Did, so, okay. look, it did what it needed to do. Nothing more. No. So, right. that's that's that. Uh, watched another DC animated one, which was Batman the Doom that came to Gotham, which was kind of like a... It's kind of like they, they take it... They try to chuck a bit of Lovecraft into Batman. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. Enjoyed it enough. Bit of Shudder. Kids vs. Aliens. Oh, yeah, how was that? It wasn't bad. Definitely had, again, a bit of that Stranger Things, a bit of that Psycho Goreman. Yeah. But one of the main characters, it's like a brother and sister, right? And the sister is starts off as a, as a kind of neat little character, but then for, a, for someone that you're kind of coming around to, is just painted as really stupid. She, she does these things where you're just kind of like... What are you doing? And it sort of leads to other places. It's enjoyable enough. It's got a bit of gore, a bit, bit of fun. But I just couldn't get past that sort of stuff. Like, that's that's what kept it from being a really good movie. Yeah. Nick Cage. Unbearable weight of massive talent. Oh, yeah, yeah, How's that? <laughs> I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah, it's... You know exactly what it's going to be, but Cage is on point. Pedro Pascal. Uh, he's on point, Loving too. his work. Yeah. He, it, like, the two of them together were piss funny at times. Yeah. She's a bit of a you know predictable ride in some ways, but I had an I, I had plenty of laughs watching okay. it, so That's I really good. enjoyed it. I was roped into another screening of the original, the first Harry Potter movie, actually on the big screen this time. Okay. Same as the last time I watched it. Uh, uh, the Invitation. Oh, you saw that? No, you didn't love that one. Did not. I did not either. It was trash. Again, neat little idea yeah. with, Shit, with public domain characters. I like that they tried to go for something different, yeah. but they failed. Just it was really boring. Yes, and as I said to my wife at the time, yeah, okay, we knew something was wrong with these fuckers from minute one. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, when we finally work out what it is, I was just kind of like, Ugh. but there was enough in the trailer for you to almost establish that correct before you'd watch it. So why it. would you do that? Yeah. Why so would you put that in so the trailer? When you got to, well, that's exactly the right. only twist you've got up your sleeve. Mm. And you spoil it. Yeah. Well, I essentially had seen parts of the trailer where I went in and 45-odd minutes into, I think it was only about 90-ish, 
maybe a bit longer, but you're still waiting for stuff you've already seen. Yeah. So it's not it's just not a mystery. Yeah, exactly. That was a bit annoying. I watched Code Eight, which is uh, it was a uh, ML Cousins passion oh, project oh. sort of bit of work. It's on Netflix. Not bad. Okay. Not bad. It's kind of like this. Uh, I liken it to something like Bright, oh, where okay. it's this kind of they're in this city that had taken in a lot of people with superpowers essentially to work. And then it kind of takes this thing where, well, you know, that was 50 years ago. Things have taken an economic turn. Yeah. The people with powers are kind of seen as the the second-class citizens. Right. They're the ones getting picked up for construction jobs on the side of the road yeah. and shit like that. So, yeah, Robbie Amell's the, the main character. And Stephen Amell's this guy that sort of comes in and picks him up for a job that turns out to be tied into some under-the-table activities. Okay. Um, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. It wasn't too bad. So... I would check that out if you're in any way inclined. I watched Crabs on Shudder. Again, Creature Feature Territory. I stumbled across Crabs. Crabs. Sorry. It only gets better when you start with, I went to the doctor the other day and he said, I've got crabs. I've got crabs. Right? Large crabs. (laughs) Mutated crabs. Uh, No, look. That was crabs. It's exactly what you... Well, it's not exactly what I thought it's it would be. I thought it would just be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's red, irritated. <laughs> I was expecting more of a down-the-line creature feature, but this one sort of went for... It's cheap as chips. It went for a bit of comedy. Yeah. But it ends up... It's fucking strange. It ends up like a fucking 90-minute Power Rangers episode by the end of it. <laughs> Jesus. It's weird. It's weird. But, you know, bit of fun. Okay. Of course, I didn't get through a stretch without a Charles Band picture in oh, there somewhere. Okay, okay. So what did we go for this time? Well, I started reading the book by, is it Dustin Mullins, the guy that wrote Taking Shape and yep. the one about Freddy vs. Jason, Slash of the Titans. Yeah. I just bought his new one on Chucky, the oh. Chucky series. Fuck, she's a textbook, but I love the guy's writing and he writes about shit that we love in real depth. Yeah. So I started going back to... He had this little timeline in there of killer dolls. Yeah. And I'd seen sort of stuff like Dead of Night. I'd seen Magic. I still hadn't seen dolls. And that one was mentioned in there. And I'd kind of been circling around it. And so I went back to check if it had popped up somewhere. There she was on Amazon. Is, Amazon it, is that the one by, directed by Stuart Gordon? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Pr- produced by Brian Yuzner yeah, and yeah. Charles Band again. It was all right. Yeah. Yep. Not bad. It's nowhere near as good as Chucky and stuff like that. I think the effects really limit what they can do. Yeah. But there's a creepy tone to it. It's a, you know, it's short and sharp like most of those 70 minutes. full moon features. 75 minutes. It's got one car that's still registered. So, yeah, up. exactly. Uh, still paying Rego on it. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I would say check that out if okay. you're in any way interested. Shudder again. Oh, shit. Mate, I, I had some time. It was no, no, school yeah, holidays. and. Blood Relatives, which was the one with Noah Sagan. I think he directed it as well, about a vampire who's kind of just working his way, just driving, drives his way across America. And this girl rocks up and just says, I'm your daughter. And so it's like, yeah, you know, how's this all working? Pretty, pretty good. I enjoyed it. It's more, you know, it's not gory or anything like that. It's more talky, kind of introduces some, you know, some kind of funny 
family dynamics in a vampire sort of situation. So yes, I enjoyed that for another Shutter original. There's, there's, an, there's another few that I'm circling around, but that was the first one I got to. And the last big ticket one was I, I checked out Air. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? Enjoyed it. Yeah, Very cool. Yeah. A hefty dose of you know fiction, as with a lot of these kind of true stories. But if you got any interest in in the sports and the you know the, the athletes and endorsement deals and shit like that, it was a worthwhile story to tell. Oh good. And uh, yeah, very much. Enjoyed did you go to the cinema for that? I did. Oh, okay. I actually heard uh, again, sort of podcasts getting around. So they said it was the sort of picture that could have been made for you know twenty thirty mil. But once you kind of get Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, everyone's getting their slice. Comes out to about 80. Amazon purchases it for about 120. And were intending to put it on the streaming service, but then we're like, no, this is good. This is really good. So let's get a cinema release. So I think it's up to about 50 worldwide, 50 mil worldwide. And what I heard was, without going into specific numbers, they said they're still making a loss on the theatre run. But it's essentially just a fucking advertising campaign for to get everyone to fucking sign up to Amazon or borrow it or, or hire it on Amazon. Okay. So she's a pretty interesting little, like a study for one of these new sort of models of how they do streaming things, yeah. slash theatre release. I believe we get a Chris Tucker. Return. Yeah, he was pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, he seems to be discerning a man who <laughs> sort of just picks and chooses very, very sporadically. He's not around much, and yeah, yeah, he doesn't make a lot of films. But it's interesting to see him every time. Yeah. And this is the first time in a while I've seen him just kind of straight out acting. Yeah. Not so much of not asked, not being asked to throw out kind of funny lines and shit like that. And I think it suited him. It was really yeah, good. Yeah. He was a bit like that in um, Silver Linings Playbook as well, I think. Yes. I still have actually still haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah. He's good in that. I mean, I've got fucking got full moon of... features to watch oh, before I've got to watch time. that. Don't worry, you've got plenty of time. <laughs> I could right. watch two full moon features in the time I could watch that. Oh, you could probably watch it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you wouldn't even get to that. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you, mate, Subspecies 5 is on the way. So oh, well, yeah, be, yeah. That'll be inserted above Silver Linings Playbook. You haven't been this excited in a long time, have you? Sub Kevin Spiritas is back. Well, that's always good, good to see they bring you back the, the key cast. That'll where we go on the Spiritas vs. Chalamet list again. <laughs> Spiritus will have another another one in the in the in the, the bank before Chalamet has his single. Chalamet still hasn't it. scored. He hasn't even paddled right away for a single. Oh, just yet. Whereas fucking Spiritus has knocked off a couple of nice cut shots. Hit a couple over the fence. <laughs> oh, all right, okay, let's take a break. Here's the trailer for 2001's Valentine. Why am I surrounded by all this craziness? It's Valentine's. People get lonely and they start acting strange. You're not acting strange. On February 2nd, love hurts. Valentine. Rated R. Starts February 2nd. Valentine from 2001. Directed by Jamie Blanks, uh, who directed Urban Legend. It's produced by Dylan Sellers, who um, produced the Footloose remake. Great movie. It's written by Donna Powers, who wrote The Italian Job, Wayne Powers, who wrote Deep Blue Sea, Gretchen J. Berg, who wrote some episodes of Beverly Hills 90210, <laughs> and Aaron Harbitz, who wrote Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. And it's based on the novel by Tom Savage. Now, a loosely. little bit of extra... Not even loosely. They reckon it was only picked up, the novel was only collected for the title. Hmm. 
It had nothing to do with what was in it. <laughs> that was a mistake. <laughs> I'd like to read if it's it. It's a reasonable book. Yeah. It stars Denise Richards as Paige Prescott, David Boreanis as Adam Carr, Marley Shelton as Kate Davies, and Jessica Capshaw as Dorothy Wheeler. The budget was $10 million. I read some conflicting stuff and said it was $26 yeah, million. Yeah. But Somebody said, yeah, I read the same thing. No, the, the, no, the budget was being tossed as 20s, but it was yeah, more it was like 10. 10. And it made $36 million worldwide. Now, this project was originally began at Artisan Entertainment with the same producer, but with a different director and cast, one of which was Tara Reid. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. All right, straight out of the gate, Jared. Where were you on this one? Well, I mean, it wasn't high. I gave it a two because I started out with... Are you paying two bucks for it? <laughs> I'll pay... Well... I paid five, so well, I guess... Would you pay two? You came to me and said, can I have the five back? I'll give you the five back. You've got to decide how much you pay. If I landed on two, I wouldn't be filthy. Okay. I'd be all right with all it. Right. You'd be upset? Are you, are you yeah, working yeah, with silver? Yeah. <laughs> <I'm>, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm working with, yeah, small. <laughs> okay, so I would go, yeah, two. Initially, it was a bit of fun. I thought there was some scenes in the first half hour in particular where she was a reasonable take on kind of just down the line more like 80s slasher stuff post scream it didn't feel like that sort of stuff it felt more like we just have your standard setup we go with it but it chucked in a little bit of taking the piss out of the guys who in the 80s slashes would have been the ones that are getting lucky and all this sort of stuff and paints them as the fucking ball bags <clears throat> Correct. which worked for a while as it goes on it just gets a little bit thinner and thinner and the story the, the, or the lack of the story really comes comes to the fore and by the end of it it's just kind of like let's just wrap it up we've, we've kind of got where we need to go a couple of other problems that we'll get into but yeah two bucks two bucks okay boring uh, it doesn't even have gore to sort of fall back on which a sort of a film like this probably really needed. Not enough blood gushing out his nose? Yes, correct. <laughs> it has a professional sheen, like it looks good. It does actually look good, and it's shot... Well, I'm not going to say it's directed well, but it's shot with, you know, in, in terms of there's some quality in terms of how well it's shot. I actually think it was reasonably well directed in parts. And the killer's outfit is cool. Yep. I really did like the cherub and the black coat and everything like that. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, it just struggles to ge- generate anything at all. Yeah. It's not fun. It's not interesting. It takes well-worn cliches or the well-worn path, but with no imagination whatsoever. It, mm. ju- it, it, it was really... It's a real low point, I think, in the slasher genre as we were coming out of Scream into the early 2000s. And I would say... This is only marginally better than the Prom Night remake, which is the worst of all of these ones. Yeah. If it's a 99 cent higher, I'll give you 50. <laughs> You're haggling. I gave, You're I haggling gave a 1 out of 5. 1 out of 5. Why and I'll take 50 cents if I'm going to hire cents. it on fucking iTunes again. So I can give you, I can give you less money than, than stars. Yeah, yeah, you can give less money than stars. If that's the case, I'll, I'll have a Because they're or... different. They're, they're different. I would take it at 99 cents. They're <laughs> different really... fucking... There's different modes here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. The good stuff. Good stuff. Killer's Mask. 
and costume. Yep. Fine. Really cool. Yep. I actually found some of that when you see the killer kind of stand up and look at them mm. and pull a knife out of his jacket. Yeah, yeah. It looks really cool. Yeah. You know? It's kind of almost I got that Michael Myers minded. type of style about it. Yeah, well, I actually wouldn't have minded a full face. Like, if the mask had been one of the kind of... The full face. Yeah, yeah, ones. yeah. Because yeah. it did look cool. Yeah. Agreed. But, uh, you know, when you've only got 10 and not 20, you mm. just go for the... <laughs> you go for the fucking front bit. <laughs> the front face with a little bit of string on it. Okay. I, I like the idea of receiving the Valentine's gifts and the cards... Mm-hmm. And actually, it felt very much like my bloody Valentine. Yeah. And I, I kind of got that little wave of nostalgia to that. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of pretty decently done. Yes. And I didn't mind that. When that goes away, that's when the movie fucking starts flopping around. Yeah. Well, I mean, like in general, I actually think the the you're talking about kind of. Nostalgia and, and flashbacks to other things. I actually think the the classic slasher setup of the school dance actually works as well. Yes, yes. It's not <laughs> super strong. No, but but it's a solid setup. Simple to, way to start, but there's questions about oh, a lot. There's of, a lot of questions, and I think but that I mean, impacts on how questions. well you like or don't like these sort of movies. Yeah, is there's, when there's a lot of things you you have to swallow. Yes. As it goes, and this is probably, I mean, it feels better with a bit of distance between it because you, you kind of just brush it in with some of those 80s ones. Mm. But at the time, we were working past this. Scream had kind of highlighted some of the deficiencies in <laughs> working in Correct, that yeah. way. But as I said, with a bit of distance between it, I actually enjoyed the setup more than I did when I watched it back in the day. Yeah, okay. I hear And I think it's... Oh, we'll, yeah, we'll get back to that. We'll talk in depth more. For some <laughs> reason, I found Jason at the start to be highly amusing. I the guy that she's him. on a date with and he's yeah. got fucking spinach in his teeth and he's yep. talking about himself in the first person. Yeah, and then when he starts talking about, you know, he's, he's big noting, he's got to, you know, look after... You, you need a man that's going to earn, basically earn the money for you. And then the bill comes out and he's like, whoa, you had the salmon... <laughs> And the crab cocktail. <laughs> That's right. And then he basically, she says, "Oh look, thanks, thanks for one, thanks for a, nice to meet you." And he goes, "Hey, on." Yeah, as if. Well, hang on a second. We had to finish with a, a lazy roll around the sack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. And then well, after this... she fucks off, he turns around and he sees another woman. He goes, "Hello." Yeah, yeah. So this is where. That's where it works. Early, you've got this guy, you've got a little bit of speed dating and stuff like that, and it paints these guys as fucking buffoons. Yeah. <laughs> that works for a while. It's when we kind of get further in and we start focusing on the red herrings and, and whatnot that it that it, it kind of loses steam a little bit in that regard. Yeah. But early on, I thought that was a nice little counterpoint to your standard, your standard fare. Yes. That... that it and wasn't, also, it wasn't scream. It wasn't self-referential. But there's a little bit of that in these guys being painted as morons. But if I want to, if I, if I, if I'd like to go a little bit deeper for a minute, Jared. I know I gave this one out of five, but <laughs> <laughs> we go a smidgen deeper. 
Figured the whole they. idea, figured out they figured because the fucking movie does nothing to, 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 to any further than that. We're not equipped. Oh no, 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 no yeah, me and you are not catering to that at all. But it, the counterpoint to that, the Jasons and the Speed Daters and the dickheads that are there and the dickhead who's at the art gallery and all that. Yep. The counterpoint is Jeremy is not a lech or anything. Like he's not. The young Jeremy that we see at the start, yeah. he's just asking them innocently yeah. to dance. I've got a bit to say about that. Yeah, and, and I this think is, this is where that counterpoint of that what would have been really interesting to dig yeah. right into. And they actually mess it up with the girls, I think. Somewhat, yes, yes, correct, correct. And we'll go into that as we get. Yeah. But for fingernail deep, that I kind of like that because the way I saw it was, well, Jeremy's just. He's, he's, just he's just a, a young, kid young kid at a dance. He's he gets not, told he is not to asking go away anything, and he goes away. Yeah, he's not asking anything disgusting or fucking anything no. outlandish. Yeah, he's just asking if, you, and he's doing it in a, in a respectful manner. I've got similar thoughts. And when they to get when into. they basically tell him to fuck off, he walks away. Yes, and then the counterpoint with these lecherous scumbags that we meet. Yeah, I, I thought some of that was interesting. Yes, but it feels like the script didn't either had didn't have well, the balls go, to go further, or didn't feel like that would fit. Didn't really do it justice. Yeah, I interesting. Think Jamie Blanks has actually said he would do less of the humour if he did it again. Yeah, but I actually don't think that was the problem. No, no, neither do I. Especially if you know, we're talking crab cocktails oh, yeah, and things. Yeah, yeah. You had the crab cocktail. <laughs> Opening scene with the body under the sheets, breathing. Yep. was actually really cool. Very cool. Um, Very I've cool. got big problems with it, logistically, Logistics and I will again. get into that. <laughs> but, but I think as far as that, the whole bit, it's an the breathing, idea. but then the, the chase through the morgue, then yep. the death in the body bag, and uh, I feel that was the best directed sequence in the film. Yeah, look, I agree. I think it did work. It was a neat fake out. I don't. They have a lot of comparisons to it. No. Having, you know, we've watched a lot of this stuff and you see all different kind of things of this and you can compare them to something else. That one kind of seems to stand... I'm, I'm sure there is other ones out there, but it's, you know, immediately springing to mind. It's pretty unique. Yeah, yeah. And as you said, it was pretty well directed. I actually think Jamie Blanks is a reasonable director. I just don't think there was a whole lot to work with in this one. No, no. <laughs> So I don't hold him. I'm not all that saying that he. I, I don't. I just don't think. And I've got some. I've got it. Unfortunately, listed in the dislikes. I just don't feel like this is as strong as his work on Urban Legend. And I feel no, like you're going backwards. You're going backwards. Um, and I actually feel you've got slightly better material here potentially. Yeah. Urban Legend. Yep. So I felt like that wasn't his. It's not his. Not his strongest effort. But yeah. that sequence alone is a good way to kick a film off. Yeah. At that point... I was okay. On pretty steady ground. I was like, okay, if I'd never seen this before, I'm looking at the setup at the dance, then yeah. moving ahead, then a, a nice little scare and chase kill. Yep. I'm thinking, shit, where are we going all right here? Yeah, I was And a kill happy. that looks really cool. I was pretty happy at that point. This is my last life. No, so I didn't have a lot of got a couple to come. It's, it looks like Mr. Content... He's taking his show on the road. 
<laughs> if you remember Mr. Content from the summer party yeah. massacre, yes. who I said was upstairs, definitely upstairs, <laughs> sniffing fucking crackers at a girl's bloody panty drawer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She seems to have gotten younger and ended up next door. Yes. His yeah. name's Gary. Gary. And I could not Gary help Content. but laugh heavily when the killer comes walking into the, her apartment and here's Gaza pulling on her fucking bikini brace <laughs> and he looks, he looks he looks at him and goes take it easy I'm not well <laughs> I was like yes you're not well oh, he yeah, proceeds look, to have his head beaten in with a Gary, fucking I mean uh, if you want to do that that's okay but you don't have to break into someone's house no no, no Gary if you're going to do that right you're going to break into someone's house get in get the crackers and get out <laughs> Yeah. Okay. If you want to sniff that shit, you can do it back in your own in the the yeah. privacy of your own. I mean, you don't even have to break in. She'll probably sell it to you online. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tell her you're in your fetishes. And not her She'll chuck in a pair of socks. Yeah, I, I kind of had to laugh at that as yeah. well. I it's just the way he delivers like, it too. He just delivers like, yeah, the line. Not the most nuanced handling of cross-dressing I've ever seen. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. But, but that was okay, it for me. I've got, got a couple more. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bit where Denise Richards' character, is it Paige? Yeah. And Marley Shelton <laughs> walking around talking about the pers- you know prospective romances and things like that, and Denise Richards brings up you know relationships don't make U turns, and Adam's a drunk, and I kind of started giggling. I'm like, fuck. Okay, so he's got some warts. I mean, <laughs> Jesus, but the guy's polite. He keeps a neat house. He's probably got some things going. Yeah, right. but don't worry. <laughs> Fucking ten beers deep. He's an absolute <laughs> asshole. I was just like, again, it's probably sound advice, but let's let's brush up the dialogue here and touch. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's probably not. It's it's not one for the filmmakers, but it certainly entertained me a little bit. Yeah. I think. The chocolate-covered maggots, actually, it kind of worked a little bit for just a little bit gruesome, like the shot of the fucking thing yeah, 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 crawling, that was cool. yeah. and she's kind of sitting there going, mm, basically yeah. like licking her fingers and stuff. And I mean, she's as bad as the fucking superintendent. I mean, I've got to be honest with you, Jared. I'm flicking the maggots off and fucking eating them. Yeah, yeah. A nice little peppered flesh pie. (laughs) (laughs) But see, I've got got, um, something there. Logistics, Jared. Logistics. Logistics. The logistics conversation about this particular movie is lengthy, (laughs) all right? We'll get into it. But on its own... In a vacuum. In a vacuum. Not bad. I mean, but you... This movie's fucking vacuum sealed. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, she's food safe. Okay. So, um, <laughs> the last little thing, and I, like, this is not to go to the movie, but I kind of broke out in chuckles when the ratings came up, when they seemed to have changed some of the language in the ratings. Yeah. So she, it, it gets tossed up as an MA15 or whatever, and then it basically just says this blanket statement of may contain objectionable material. And I was like, well, that's not very specific, and I think you may be referring to the writing. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I had a little chuckle at that before we even kicked things off. So I thought I'd, material. I thought I'd mention that. Oh, right. Honestly. It was, it was fucking objectionable, all right? Uh, okay, okay. Is that all? That'll That's yeah? it. I'm into the dislikes Okay, now. dislikes. Can I go first? Yeah. I fucking can't stand Catherine Heigl. I cannot stand her. Yeah, yeah. She's got, a, she's got an issue with film. Well, she said she's. This is another movie that she's basically said she hated. Yeah. Well, that's good, Catherine, because we hate you too. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking yeah. don't Catherine, do them Catherine, anymore. I, I hate this movie too. Like, I fucking totally agree with you. Yeah. And I don't have to admit that I was in it. <laughs> Not to go off on a tangent, but, but Catherine, really, I have a real distaste. Stop fucking shitting on everything. Yeah, like. exactly. I have a real distaste for people who crap on people they've worked with. Things that they've done that may not be... I mean, take the fucking Kevin, Kevin Bacon approach and, and have a bit of a laugh about Friday the 13th and enjoy it and that sort of thing. Well, and as also, Bacon says, of all the shit that I've done, the most stuff I get asked to fucking autograph is me with a fucking arrow hanging out of my neck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? So if Kevin Bacon wants to be an asshole, he can, he can do away with a large part of his fan base. But he's mm. not that stupid. He yeah. realises, well, you know what? I've... I made this movie. But I, I put up with this. Bacon's also not a fucking humorless individual, which Catherine Heigl seems to be. I mean, you know, it's all just gossip and shit like that. But she just seems like an awful person, like rude, pain in the ass. So I'm just like, you develop this distaste, and then you go back to this thing, and you're like, fuck her again. When people were trying to make her a thing. Yes. So I'm not. Yeah. That 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 rubbed me the wrong way straight away. Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. Well, to to to. to back on the back of that, the acting is rubbish. Yeah. It's rubbish. Like, yeah. none of the girls give her any sort of performance. I think Jessica Caulfield's probably about the best because she's got a little bit of, you know, she's got a little bit of the whole sort of ditzy character to her. Yeah. But even that at a stretch is, yeah. is, is pushing it. Boreanaz, he's fucking hopeless. <laughs> like, he's a much better actor than that. I, mean, yeah. I don't know what he's doing here. I, I read that he, he his whole role's ten done days. twelve days or ten days. Ten days yeah. it, honestly, it looks like he punches out in one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's just get through You got sleep, one take. He is sleepwalking. Yeah, and Denise Richards was you know she was never known as a thespian. no, never known as a great actress. <laughs> so, uh, and look, I mean, you could, you know, could argue to say Marley Shelton's the best one in the movie, and this is not her best work no, either. I, I will say about Denise Richards. They give her the part that we would expect from her, the sort of the man-eating type. And some of that at times does actually work. Like when she um, when she takes the old mate into the bedroom and then pours stuff mm. in his fucking junk. And Let me just it. say, Denise, there's an assault charge coming after that. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Even though he's a dickhead, yeah. you are, you've got some questions to answer. And that. who's using the term, can you wax it? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> You've just given her the idea. That's the eighties, cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, character yeah. development, pure surface level. Yeah. All yeah. of it. Yeah. Like not one part of it is interesting in any way. Yes. But they go this, with the standards. This brings around the conversation we were just talking about about how the Jeremy setup is undone by the girls. We spoke about the Jeremy Melton thing. Okay, so he's an unpopular guy who seemed to be asking people to dance. And as you pointed out, he took off when they said no. Okay? Yeah. 
Everything looks above board there. He's, yes. he's, he's, shooting, he's shooting his shot. And he's, he's being told no. It's a brick. And he respectfully <laughs> says, I'm on my way. Yes. Like, he's out of there, okay? And I even think they do he's a decent... He seems to be shooting a lot of shots, but oh, okay. I mean, and they do say something about him being weird and what have you. Yeah. But I even think they do a nice job, a kind of a nice job of when Kate says, oh, maybe later... That's the he gets start, kind right? of he gets he kind of gets happy. He, he he doesn't sort of mope off. He says, "Oh yeah, yeah, okay, maybe later." You know, like he gets yeah, yeah. So we're seeing that this kid is not he's not a lecherous prick, right? No, he's being respectful when he's been told to fuck off. Yeah, yeah, basically. He's saying, okay, fucking off. <laughs> like, I'll move over here. Oh, okay, I'll this way is... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 is far enough. <laughs> so... How, how far? Like, what's the, what's the numbers? Can yeah, you and this is where the whole morons that they're dating and stuff could have been really good. I know one of the big criticisms is they bring up that sorry, that people bring up about it, is that they never talk about the blokes that beat him up. Yes, yes. I don't know, that was in my dislikes. Yes. Why is that never covered? Well, I Why believe... Why the fuck wouldn't you have them them have, having been killed? I believe there was a script thing that was going to say he had you're already going to find out he'd already killed them before yeah. he got to the girls. In which case, okay, that's all, that works because you've got the collection of friends as the girls that are going to going to yeah. drive the story along. You probably could have brought one of the boys back for an opening kill or something like yes. that. But if you've gone that direction, and I guess that's because classic setup, it's it's usually the girls that are in, you know, the, the, we're going to have a final girl, okay? Mm. That's where you start to bring a little bit, bit more of what you were just talking about, that some of them feel bad for what was going on because we get this, this setup that they're still calling him a pervert, they're kind of still... They make one comment. Paige makes a comment. Jeez, we treated that boy terribly. Correct. That's it. But even when they find out, Dorothy lied. Yeah. She's still taking shots at him. Marley Shelton's the sympathetic one. She tosses out, do you think this Revenge of the Nerds theory is far-fetched? And starts tossing stuff out like this. I reckon if you had it gone that they already knew... Some someone already knew that she'd lied, and the police is where everyone finds out. You get a bit more fucking chance to dig into that a little more, and as you said, develop the whole. That's a counterpoint to you know we were young, we treated this guy like shit. This is what we're working with now. You get a bit more difference in the personalities of the girls. Yes, you're spot on because not one of them has changed. Yeah. Not you could have, you know, one of them accepted. being shallow, one of them being a little bit kind of, I feel bad about that. Not you one got, of them has changed to say that the experience of having fucked this kid over hmm. and destroyed his life, essentially, has impacted any of them. And that includes Marley Shelton. Yes. Now, even if you, you made her the one who was like, we, we, we should never have treated him that way. We should never have done what we did. Yeah. You should never have lied. Yeah. You know, like... But it, but it doesn't work like that. And they kind of get to that later. They start talking about... You know, you have Dorothy talking about, I was always the, the fat, the fat yeah, the one fat. and all this sort of stuff. That seems to fit. It seems to fit right in with that. It's an extension of what was happening in the first part. 
you were happy to have some attention from this kid, but the whole social status thing, when you got spotted kissing him, you fucking said, oh, no, no, it's, it's you know. He attacked me. He attacked you, me. as a, how old? About 12? Yeah. You told people that, that a 12-year-old boy attacked you. But you can even bring some sympathy out and from yet, her. And yet she, there's no difference to the way she is years later. Yeah, she actually might have liked this kid, but the peer pressure... She, she makes a fucking that. Yeah, bad like that, decision those, yeah. in a moment. Like, yeah, like, there's doesn't no... Doesn't realise that no the consequences shade. he's going to get fucking destroyed for life. So there's all this... Yeah, there was there was a chance for a bit of... Bit of... In a way, Jared, and this is an interesting way to put it, I feel, is that the slasher movie trap is what hurts this film a lot. Yeah. Because our killer is killing random people for no fucking reason whatsoever. Yeah. And yet we're taking up all this time. Yeah. Because we, we it's a slasher film, so we need twenty kills or whatever the fuck we yeah. have to have. And you can't side you can't side with Jeremy Melton. Like, no. Despite what they did to him, what he's doing now is You can't you, know, do, you can't side with it. Disgraceful. But you could if you took more time with the four girls and fleshed that out, yeah. you would have had a better film. Yeah. Well, you've got room to feel sorry for what happened to him. you got room to feel like, okay, Dorothy did a shit thing, but can you blame her? Like, yeah. she was fucking... She was bullied Plus, herself. Like you could do some investigation mm. about... They, they, was, was Detective Vaughn up to that? Oh, God, no. He, oh, <laughs> holy shit. Is that guy one of, like, not, not, not one of the worst police officers we've ever seen? Yeah, he's pretty bad. He's very, pretty bad. But what I mean is looking into where Jeremy ended up Yeah. and finding out that the boys who beat him up are now all dead. So yep. suddenly, this is legit. You know, you could start with them fobbing it off. Yeah. The death of Catherine Heigl is just, you know, circumstance. Yep. But then as they dig a little deeper, they realise everybody involved has now been killed. Yeah. And he's there, whoever this is is working their way up to And, it. I mean, we know pretty early in the film it's Jeremy Melton. We just don't know who, who is, is Jeremy, Jeremy Melton. Which, again, the who done it doesn't work as shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> no it's it not really worth a pinch of shit. Well, I think when I first watched it, I was kind of like mildly surprised. But I think what I don't know, I can't even remember. I was probably about eighteen, I nineteen mean, at the time. The blokes are all painted with such broad strokes that you couldn't work it out if you were trying. Like, well, it's kind of like so. This was the way, and I, you know, at the time when I first watched it, I wasn't a savvy enough film goer. Yeah. Still not that no, savvy. No, I'm not very I'm savvy. Kind of slightly savvy, but I wasn't a savvy enough film goer to come out with things like the way that I read it described in one particular review online. Hmm. They called it the Tony De- the, the Tony Danza rule or something like that, and it was basically if you had an episode of Law and Order Special Victims Unit, or whatever, and the guest star list was like five working actors and special guest Tony Danza, he's the killer. Basically, they <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah. Okie dokie. Special so, guest was David Boreanaz. Exactly. It must be him. So, but I couldn't give a shit either. Like, no. they, don't, they don't do anything decent enough to make me even get care. Not really. Who it was. No. And as you said, with old Jason turning up for five seconds at the art place and going, <laughs> <laughs> looking like he's constipated. <laughs> 
didn't see that bastard again. <laughs> and then walking off, and Detective Vaughn constantly going, oh, we're still trying to track this guy down. And I'm like, stop yeah, looking yeah. for him. You're looking in the involved. wrong direction. That was the fucking reddest of red herrings yeah, I've yeah, ever yeah. seen in my life. When he, that was like, like a snapper. Yeah, they bring him back, they question about him, and I'm like, this guy was a little bit of comedy fucking at the start of the movie. And then when we see him at the art gallery, I fucking burst out laughing because he's just kind of standing at the door looking slightly dishevelled with a fucking angry look on his face and then he turns and walks No, no, out. I don't get it either because, uh, you know, again, logistics, Jared. Yeah. The police would have spoken to him. Yeah, His yeah. alibi would have been fucking airtight because yeah. he seemed to be getting laid elsewhere. I mean, I'm, you know, he's turning up to the art thing. Of course he's cranky. He's sitting there going, I'm just here to say some smart, but now I've got to answer questions about some sort of murder I had nothing to do with. No wonder he was cranky. That art thing was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. I mean, the back section looked all right. It was like I, a little... There was some tits and stuff, I believe. Is that not what we saw? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, is that, is that, is that the, coming to the National the, Gallery soon? The, 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 the bit that I fucking couldn't stand was just all that shit going, love me. Oh, love me. God. oh, oh my God. I would have smashed some jellies. And just, just getting briefly into the logistics argument, when she gets into the part when she's getting killed, doesn't isn't it saying other stuff? Which means that... Jeremy Mellon would have had to record shit and set up the screens in that particular part of it with <laughs> You're not doing that. <laughs> Jeremy Melton is he you know, he's attacking you in your apartment. Yeah, <laughs> he's not yeah. Look, he's not killing you out on the street. Look, I'm full of rage. I don't have time to set up these big screens. Yeah. With I'm not, I'm not fucking paying someone to shoot. I'm not paying an actor so I can shoot them saying some line. Yeah. There is no gore, no chase scenes of note, no memorable kills. Like, this is what I mean about being so generic. There was just yeah. nothing. There is nothing that comes out of this where you go, remember, the, like, Jason Takes Manhattan. Shit of a movie. <laughs> but I always remember Julius getting his head punched off. Yeah, yeah. Right? Give me something. Give me some I, I, set piece. The, the closest rest of the movie we get is sucks. Catherine Heigl's. Yeah, her, her death, but it's so simple that he just cuts her throat. Yeah. It's, there's nothing and else. And it's not it. because of the kill, it's because of the... Yeah, the, the, the leader. The scare, yeah. But other than that, it's just... Oh, it's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just getting into a couple of, you know, just a, just a couple of the, the little things that I had a bit of a chuckle over. Yeah. Generally, if an alcoholic has a full bottle of tequila in the car and says, oh, boy, that's for someone else, <laughs> I haven't had a drink in three weeks... <laughs> Come on. I say, look, you can forgive me for being slightly suspicious. Like, we're not out of the woods here. There's still a few trees on the side sorry, of the road that sorry. we may Did run you into. say you've been fucking sober for three weeks? Three weeks. And you're giving me, I've got a fucking bottle of Glenfiddich <laughs> in the car, and you're telling me that it's a present. I mean, it's half full. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, look, right. you could, as I said, you could forgive me. I'm a little sceptical. Look, take it slow. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, yeah. I love you, but it's small steps here. Yeah, I mean, it's 12 steps. It's <laughs> yeah, exactly. science, mate. It's 12 steps. Exactly. And let me tell you something. Getting back into my apartment and dating again is way off. 
Unless you plan to just get in there and sniff some panties, then it's oh, yeah. like, <laughs> I'm not well. It seems to be a pretty easy job to do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't invite anyone in, but if you just want to get in there and sniff a few panties and get out. He does make a amusing comment, though, which he says, he, he, I think he broke into my house and went through my panties drawer. He goes, oh, that was me. <laughs> Yeah, but then we find out at the end it probably was. (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, that was pretty funny. Look, let's get some logistics going on here, okay? First part of the logistics. Uh, There's no teachers around as Melton is dragged out in his... (laughs) Dragged out in his crackers at the school desk (laughs) and beaten beaten senseless. Savagely. Where's the chaperones? (laughs) Fuck. And you see the statement... And it says, this is what happened. Jeremy Melton attacked this girl, backed up by so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so. As he says, where's the fucking... Someone else saw something. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. No, so, logistically, that's not on. Yeah. Teachers are drinking the bloody spiked punch at this point. Yeah. <laughs> well, they could have just shown a quick scene of the teachers for him. Saying, oh, that's not mine. I haven't had a drink in three weeks. (laughs) (laughs) That is definitely a friend. As the parents are going to pick up the children. (laughs) 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 Uh, Okay, so continuing logistical logistical (laughs) conversations. Logistical nightmare this film is. Okay. Go ahead, so if you have a nosebleed every time you get mildly excited about killing someone, aren't you leaving DNA evidence at every scene? <laughs> but also, Detective Vaughan, this should be a pretty quick solve. We have DNA from every scene that matches up. We're gonna we're gonna check out if Jeremy Milton has some living relatives. That we Bingo! We got we got some results from the lab. We think we're onto something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we might be onto milk. We're closing. Yeah, it's, it's a real shame that he seems to fucking bleed at every crime scene. <laughs> now this is a big one. That opening yeah. sequence, the logistical stuff is ludicrous. It couldn't possibly have happened. I mean, not only is he would he have had to have been naked under there because there's no way he's laying under there with that massive jacket on with just his stomach <laughs> exposed. And secondly, his stomach is extremely pale. Yeah, yeah. It looks like corpse pale. Yeah, yeah. Hang on. This corpse is wearing a fucking pea coat. When did that happen? Yeah, where did that happen? He was uh, as you said, like, there's also the fact that he doesn't distract yes. the girl. Someone else does. Some other bloke who just seems to be doing his you so work. Is you mean, oh, Jeremy yeah, Melton pulled an all nighter. <laughs> Jeremy Melton standing just off, just near the thing, in the nude, waiting to jump on that thing. Yep. Then breathe, upset her, <laughs> leap off, redress, quickly gets dressed. <laughs> And starts stalking again. I would have thought in the time you got dressed, she's out of the building. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, those heavy boots she's got on. They would take several minutes to yes. put back on. A lot of laces, a lot of oh, lace laces. loops in there. That is like wearing a pair of Chuck Taylors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that doesn't work. None of it works. That doesn't None work. None of that works. Because normally the killer would go and break something or, yep. you know. Yep. A couple other questions. This one's not logistical, but... 
If someone's just left you a note suggesting they'll need dental records for identification purposes, maybe fucking say who's there before you open the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just fucking reads that thing. Dig dog. <laughs> straight open. <laughs> Yeah. Practice some caution here. You've already had a friend killed. I believe you've just arrived back from her funeral. Yeah, exactly. And secondly... Maybe it is logistical. It is logistical, it is. It is. But also, also, and this slightly going backwards to that, the opening sequence as well, because she yeah. gets a similar letter and... I mean, I don't know about you, mate, but I don't just go, scoff, and away. Especially when someone's just been I've fucking... I've just been fucking threatened. Especially when we've just fucking scooped some dirt back on top of somebody's fucking dead body. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, like, to me, Catherine Heigl gets one of those letters too. Yeah. On the, on, on her, in her locker. And why are we walking around a morgue that seems to be short on life? <laughs> Well, you know, it's just they're just setting the scene. <laughs> I mean, I you know what? Dissecting a human body is a difficult process. Would that be a fair assessment? Difficult and I can't speak from experience. I've got no experience here, but I'm yeah. imagining it thinking being a, a, a I mean, coroner. I've carved a few roasts. Yeah, and if the lights were out, I'd have fucking <laughs> I'd have cut my own hand off. Yeah, exactly. So once you get that electrical <laughs> knife going, zzz. why are we? Why are we? Conducting an autopsy or whatever we're conducting in the dark. In the dark. Aren't you supposed to be trying to do well in this test tomorrow? Correct. You need to be able to and, fucking and read your textbook look, and look. conduct your autopsy. All in all night are in like building ten. Yeah. Like we used to. Yeah, yeah. But it, this is the other thing. I know it's med school, but do you pull all nighters with corpses? I mean, we used to be typing <laughs> on computers, mate. We used to be falling asleep in front of a fucking computer, not. Cutting a body up at fucking two in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. I don't think that's... You, you're not cramming before you actually have to go and cut the fucking body up, are you? No. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought so. Well, you're a anyway. med student. You're not a fucking butcher. <laughs> <laughs> well, she'd get a job at the bloke in the uh, slashes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No dramas. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I highly doubt that that is how you cram for yeah. a test. Yes. I don't know. Do you get a free body? Like, where, <laughs> I don't know. I where don't do you know. get these bodies from? I don't know if you have it like a... It's not a fucking written test, obviously, when you're cutting up a body, but I wouldn't imagine it's conducted the same way. It's not a arrive at 9am, we'll cut the body up, and we'll fucking, yeah, yeah. you know... Now, you're label not everything in there. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think there's probably a little bit of flexibility in yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. But anyway, I don't know that. Absolutely right. Um, moving on. Don't dunk your head in the crapper, just as yeah, a general what rule. What's the fucking point of that? <laughs> that sequence is useless. Absolutely uh, useless. Unless you're Joe Pesci in, in Home Alone. Oh, yeah, you we don't have do to. it. We can do it like that, I'm all for it. But, yeah. but what I don't understand is what did that scene bring to the any of it? Anything at all? <laughs> it had no bearing on anything. So why no. is it in there? What? I don't know. The case of disgusting person <laughs> who she's washes her no. hair in shit, <laughs> shit, yeah, she's got shit no. water. <laughs> she's got no qualms about fucking dunking her hair 
in the same bowl that she crapped in 15 minutes ago. <laughs> and let me tell you, there's still some fucking, there's still some speckles there. That, I, I can guarantee you that toilet's got a shelf. Because <laughs> so, it's, it's one of those old school toilets. It's got a shelf, Jared. And let me tell you, things are landing on that shelf. Like a half loaf in your head. Yeah. Oh, you put some colour in. Oh, no. But <laughs> yeah, that was... Oh, I'm the same as you there. I don't know why that needed to be in there. We've probably spoken about this enough, but I just noticed a note that I wrote where the the apartment, the neighbour, I've got little, I've written one note here that says he's a hair off the six minute abs guy. Oh, like, he is, when she first talks to him, he's kind of he's almost twitching. Yeah, he's there going, Kate, we should go on a date. Yeah, bad. Oh my god, like just I'm bad like, all around. And again, this would be the, this would be part of being a working actor would be taking roles like this where yeah. you've got absolutely nothing to do. Yeah. Right? And then when everyone sees it, you're not working anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a double-edged sword. <laughs> I need a gig, but I didn't need it bad enough to fucking yeah. ruin my career. You know, it's like, it's like the good old days of the Friday the 13th where actors, young working actors would be really keen and they'd go, what's my motivation to the director tell him to fuck off? <laughs> Just go and stand over yeah. there. Yeah. What's my motivation? Yeah, okay. So that sort of thing. Yep. I think I've covered off a lot of mine. We've already talked about them. Yeah, I've only got a handful to talk about, but obviously the ageing tech needs an upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. In general, that scene in the police station plays out. Like, if there's a particular scene I could circle where the girls just became going from, you know, there's already some questions here to we're just not going to get back around to these characters is when they're talking about how their boyfriends couldn't possibly be Jeremy Melton. It makes all of them sound really silly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've known him for a month. Like Campbell <laughs> yeah, for a month. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely could not be Jeremy Melton. I've known him for a month. And, and then fucking, and then, uh, oh. and then Marley Sheldon pipes up with, well, you know what, a month is the same amount of time my boyfriend's been sober. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? I've known him for a month. Oh, now that you mention it, well, we won't say it in the pol- in the vicinity of the police. But I did have some woman turn up to this art show and start telling me he was a fucking con man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't listen. I had it tossed out. <laughs> that 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 side note is just fucked. That yeah. whole bit about yep. him being a con man. Yep. And and the girl who's the woman who's after him. Yes. Absolute shit. Like, and it, it, if you wanted to save some time and build some character. You could ditch that with ease. Not only that, but the stalking scene of the woman through the house that it produces is yeah. just so boring. Yeah. It's and another yeah, ten minutes. It could why is shot. Jeremy Melton killing the the help at the party? <laughs> like, like, what? To me, know. you're making your revenge plot more difficult. Yeah, yeah. You're killing people for no reason, leaving your DNA all over the place. Exactly. <laughs> There's fucking nosebleed. There's fucking snot dribbling out everywhere here. <laughs> Jesus, Jeremy. We already mentioned briefly the, the detective leering and yeah, getting into, you know, Denise Richards. It's just kind of like, could we have had one of these guys not <laughs> just not do some of that yeah, stuff? Yeah, see, and, and, and this is where they fail dismally. They're trying to almost make Boreanaz to be the... Yeah. 
the why that's not. part of the other thing that makes it so obvious. But he's because a all the drug. other artists, the dildo, the, the, but he's the one that's in terms of the approaching the kind of romantic yeah. aspect of the relationship. That doesn't happen with him, which is kind of makes it clearer again that perhaps he's the one we should have been looking at. Yeah. Another note on David Boreanaz, the costume. He seems to be wearing the early 2000s Unibar collection. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't knock him for that, because I think we all all wore that, didn't we? I was going to say, he seems to be having more success with it than I did. Because, I mean, if anyone had seen me at the Unibar, they'd have been saying, he hasn't had a drink for three minutes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was Jeremy Melton. Bob K, you want to dance? Fuck off. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but by that stage, I was old enough to go and drown my sorrows. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you want to have a dance? No. Okay, I'll be at the bar. If you change your mind, change your mind I'll, be, I'll be at the bar. I'll be, having, I'll be loving life. And um, then, yeah, yeah, and I, would then, have, uh, I would have also seen Missy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my shirt seems to, be kind of, <laughs> seems to be sort of wet. I don't know why. Something's spilled on it. It smells funny. <laughs> Correct. I would also have been in the this guy has had a drink for three minutes. <laughs> yeah. Especially so, during my uni bar days. He probably where he probably wore it better. Yeah, look, oh, look, Borean is, yeah, he definitely wore it a lot better than I ever did. So, <laughs> <laughs> good to see the collection making a comeback there. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. <laughs> oh, shit. Right. <coughs> He's killing way too many people who have nothing to do with the, they're not part of the group or they're not involved in the plot in a meaningful yeah. way. But going back to your thing about less gore, we get a couple of people that, like the the police chief, not the police chief, the detective. Sorry, the scare is that you know his head pops up out of the water. Not a bad idea, but it just involves another person and an opportunity for maybe some gore that we don't get. Like hmm. it's yeah. And I just the finale is so fucking boring. Yeah. But like they don't even throw in like a chase where no. the killer. Well, is... Well, they do, but it's that woman that's uninvolved. Exactly. And then you bring Marley Shelton in. Yeah. And then, but that even doesn't even go into a chase, you know? Like, he's not dressed up as... She has a brief argument with Dorothy. And then just sort of... Brief argument with Dorothy. Then, then she runs into Adam, and he starts following her around the, you know, the room. He's not dressed as the... as the killer. No. No. So we don't even get the classic chase scene. She does yeah. nothing to protect herself. No. She's not even a final girl, really, because she does nothing. She does nothing. Yeah, I agree. So, the finale sucks, and then to find out that he's Jeremy Melton, well, I couldn't give a rat's ass. Like, I could not give Look, a rat's ass. The actual, you know, the reveal of that where she's kind of cuddling into his arms and you yeah. see the blood dripping yeah. is reasonably well done. Yeah. But <laughs> to delete the scene that explains why Dorothy's in the costume... Well, what was that? Do we know how all that happened? So, the, deleting, the deleted scene is... and it, I mean... We all saw the movie and we came around to he's fooled her and got Dorothy in the costume somehow. But, the, yeah, the deleted scene confirms that he... I think he... Drugged her? He whacks her in the head or something and her stumbling into... And it's supposed to be that, you know, when you see the last little bit there before he's been shot, that the killer's kind of moving almost frantically. Yeah. 
Whereas previously in the movie, they haven't done it before. So there's these little indicators and, and whatnot. But it's supposed to be, yeah, he whacked her in the head or something, put her in the clothes. And then when she wakes up, she's disorientated. And... Logistically, have you ever tried to dress someone who's well, unconscious? how many times does our killer have to fucking robe and de-robe? And we're talking about pants and jacket and... <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not talking about boots. We're not talking about scream where you're dropping something over your head and then quickly running around. Just we're talking off. about full costume change. Unless you got one of those magicians' tricks up your sleeve where you, <laughs> you throw down a couple yeah, of fucking you, smoke bombs, you get a hoop and you kind of pick it up, and then wiggle around, and then drop it again. Like we're we're talking a couple of minutes. At well, least. let me throw this one at you. Je- Jeremy Melton is David Boreanaz. Yes. Now, I don't know about you, mate, but, yeah, okay, I was, I'm traumatised, and I'm, I've done some time in a mental hospital. <laughs> Shit, sorry, this probably doesn't sound as good as it should have been. I haven't had a drink in uh, three weeks. Uh, but, then I've got out of there, and I've, be, I've turned into David Boreanaz, in terms of how I look. And I'm a fucking piss pot. Like, I, maybe it's just me, but I think I'm free. And I think revenge is a dish best served cold. And well, that all dish I need is being do. served up by showing those girls, check me out. All I need to do is look at the other people that are wearing the Unibar collection <laughs> and say, I'm on top. I'm smoking hot. The girls yeah, love me. Yeah, the ladies love me. <laughs> I'm Trim Big Daily. <laughs> look, again, that's fingernail deep, but... <laughs> no, I just, I, yeah, I think he would have been so fucking traumatised that you couldn't have held together this act, surely. No, no, and not waited as long as you did. No. To me... They, they, they did cut some other stuff out, you know, they mentioned the fire with the parents and stuff, and it is kind of, it does confirm that, yeah, that was him and... This sort of thing, so it's like, well, this, well fuck. He's, Why he's, was all this cut out? No idea. I don't know. Well, I suggest it's again falling into the trap of slasher, slasher film. Yeah. Because the slasher film template requires certain things. Yeah. This movie tries to cater to that and cuts around some character stuff that might have actually been interesting. Yes. Yeah. I have one more question. <laughs> this is the last of my dislikes, but I think it's an important question. Logistics. Why is Denise Richards taking a spa in the middle of a fucking a party that seems to be attended by about a thousand people? It's raging. <laughs> it's raging. I mean, the uni. I mean, I, I am dusting for a party like that. I'm dusting off my best uni bar collection. And I'm yeah, yeah. Going in. My best short sleeve. Hair spiked up with product. Yeah. My best short sleeve shirt that kind of looks like corduroy material, but it's not. Well, you know me, Jared. Chinos, boat shoes, fucking the bus field, (laughs) bus field cut, like looking real stylish. Can I a polo say, shirt, three sizes too big. I mean, I feel you've embarrassed yourself a little bit. I think it's probably time I embarrass myself, but I ended up a little I, bit. I was, I was given a pair of, I was given a pair of pants one time, and I sort of like was like, "Fuck, I got to, you know, I'm getting dressed. I'll chuck these on." They, they were sort of a grey colour, <laughs> and I put them on, and I'm out at the uni bar, and then I fucking discover there's buttons on the outside. <laughs> 
They didn't actually, they weren't operational buttons. The pants were solid. <laughs> it was just these buttons no, hanging no, on the no. outside. I'm like, what's this? <laughs> like, were you forced into the oh, I was both, mate. I was three sheets of the wind at the time. <laughs> I, I found the buttons, was concerned about the buttons, and then I just continued. I think I could top that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. <laughs> oh, man. I went out on the piss one night and some jeans that I'd acquired. <laughs> I do not remember from where I acquired those jeans. But it turned out they were fucking women's jeans. <laughs> So, so you were you were looking sharp. <laughs> you were doing skinny jeans before they were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> much. Unfortunately, at that the, time, uh, much to the birth of the lads. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine why. Because at the time, skinny jeans were not a thing. So <laughs> <laughs> If you were cracking out some speedies, people would be looking at you going, Jared, due to the fact that women have a different cut as well, <laughs> the crotch was... <laughs> yes. <laughs> she wasn't a, was a comfortable fit at the front. There was not a lot of room up front. And, you know, um, yeah. So it's fair to say that, uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, got my finest hour, I think, at the uni bar. I think that's fair. Again, it seems to have taken you till about 35 years of age <laughs> to develop some idea. <laughs> Certainly when it came to fashion, Jared, um, I was not well known for my oh, fashion sense. Sensibility. But you know what? If Boreanaz had done that, wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, <laughs> he would have been lauded over wearing skinny jeans for the first time. I mean, if people had it, oh look at, look at him. He's got <laughs> buttons on the outside of his pants. Doesn't he look good? Doesn't he look good? Oh wow! But you know, but then you you point out the side, oh, and they're like, shut up, <laughs> shut up, go away, will you? Leave me alone, drunk. <laughs> Whereas my response is, he has had a drink for three weeks. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, yeah, shit. I think that was. Uh, the, I just I was looking at why she was in the spa at a party with so many people. I'm like, I don't care how big that house is. Look at the amount of people there. They are filtering out everywhere. Doesn't matter what doors you lock. But how did they clear out the so quick? Because they have a the, oh, there's a the, fucking electrical, electrical circuit. circuit everyone yeah. goes, ah, oh, shit, and walks out the door. Whereas I'm flicking on a. Uh, a torch or getting some candles and immediately go back to the... Party on. <laughs> Straight back to the esky. I go, I go wandering around the house and I walk into that bedroom. Oh, there's candles in here. Let's keep it going. There's <laughs> some bloke laying on the bed screaming about how his cock's all burnt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll take these, mate. Don't worry about it. Sorry, sizzle dick. We'll get back to you later. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm not the only one getting laid tonight. I'm not getting laid tonight. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's clear your shit's not going to be working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, but no, it's just like, it felt like a situation where... Or deliberately done just to put her in a bikini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put her, well, in. put her in a bikini, put her in a, a, a little set piece that we think might be But it wasn't even interesting. No, it wasn't. But yeah, 
Someone else is busted in, going, spa, strip it off, jump it in, or she's not going in. One of the two. Yeah. Unless the spa was sort of cut off from the rest of the party, was it? Well, it was in another room, but Marley Shelton wanders in there within a matter of minutes, goes down, what, a flight of stairs, and she's in the fucking spa. Like I said, there's that many people at the party. People are wandering around everywhere. Looking at someone's looking for someone's looking for somewhere to root. Someone's looking for something to steal. Someone's looking for someone's remonstrating about where the fucking Canadian clubs went. Yeah, someone's looking for the the Eskier club. Someone's fucking wandering around trying to find a hose that they can cut up for a fucking bottle. Yeah, look at the age bracket of this party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a. I mean, honestly, you could not water the garden. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, definitely the not. The irrigation water. system is fucked when Dad gets home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's asking questions. Who the fuck cut my cut my uh, uh, hose up? That was hose leak, you bastards. Yeah, 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 I don't know, mate. But I tell you That's what, the bog, the bog I pulled through the orchard bottle. Yeah, yeah. Well, if it's hose leak, your bog's gonna last a while. There was zero separation. Fucking <laughs> Shit. All right, okay, you got anything else? No. No, that was it. That was, yeah, we probably spent far yeah, too far much too time long talking about that shit. But that was Valentine. Classic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I was a hair off buying this, the, this Scream Factory special edition. I think she was about 45 bucks. Well, you know what, though? If it had all the deleted shit in it, I yeah. might have considered it. Yeah, and usually, even for bad movies, that stuff is just jam-packed. So yeah. you get your money's worth. Yeah, so the way I see it is I would like to have seen what they cut out. You would have liked to pay for it. And, uh, no, oh, <laughs> you can get it, and then I'll borrow it off you. <laughs> Thanks. So... I'll borrow, I'll borrow a pair of jeans off you to make up <laughs> Be careful what you wish for, mate, because yeah, yeah. it could be a little bit uncomfortable. Yep. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Podomatic, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. We're on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia. Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. And Instagram at thrillmepodcast.au. Keep an eye on the Facebook page for details of what we will cover next. But until then, take it easy, and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.